I'm CJ Von Essen. I'm Alexa Zamora. And we will be watching every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. Oh seven. Oh seven. Cedric the Entertainers, and FBI agents. Welcome. This is Every Comedy in 2007. Welcome. If you had a code name, CJ, what would it be? Oh, you're putting me on the spot right off the get-go. I am. I am. I if am. If I had a code I name, am. what would it be? I mean, I can't tell you, yeah. right? That's a secret thing. If, are you saying, like, if we together had a code name? No, no, no. Like, if I had a code name and you had a code name, if you were, like, a CIA agent. All right. Yeah. Uh... Mm, I'm gonna go with the pelican. The pelican. Caca, motherfucker. I like the pelican. <laughs> They're the ones with the huge beaks that fish that, that fit all the fish, right? Yeah, yeah, I yes. Yeah, that's yes, appropriate. They're in Finding Nemo. Yeah, and fish gotta swim, birds gotta eat. But Alexa, what's your code name that's now? A line Come on, Finding Nemo. Um, I feel like mine. I would like to be the defenestrator. What the fuck? What, do you know it, what, what is that word? Do you know what do you know what it do you know what defenestrate means? It sounds like a mixture of a defendant and a masturbator. It's when you th- it's the act of throwing someone out of the window. Oh. Okay. <laughs> sure. You're the defenestrator. Vocab word. Thank you. Yes. I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm like I'm like the the worst version of the Terminator. <laughs> and I'm a pelican. <laughs> and you're a pelican. Yeah, it works. I like it. I like it. I like it. Welcome, guys. We watched um, Codename the Cleaner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go right <laughs> off the back, right off the start, right? I'm going to say it. We picked this movie. Alexa picked this movie because I asked her to give me something trash, right? And then she she yeah. sent the That's trailer the to me. My head. She sent the trailer, and it looked terrible. But I'm gonna get this right right I here. I was confused. I the the movie itself wasn't that bad. You really it, think so? It wasn't. It wasn't trash. I'll say it. it. I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't like trash, man. You know, it didn't get that trash it, itch yeah. scratched. It wasn't it wasn't to the point of like Rush Hour 3 Mm-mm. or like Chuck and Larry Mm-mm. or something like that where it was so bad that I was like can we please just end this movie like yeah I just I didn't I, there was a point where I was like I don't want to watch this anymore but I think it was more cuz I was bored than anything else I agree I agree but, that this is more just not entertaining than it is just like absolute trash garbage.
Like, it's the type of thing where I could see someone just having it in the background and totally tuning it out every now and then. And it, like, you don't yeah, catch, it's like, like, it's it's simple stuff. Yeah, it's, like, on the FX channel. And, like, you keep <laughs> it on the background while you're, like, cleaning. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Like, you're, like, cleaning your kitchen. Your, your remote might be broken, like, a few buttons. And so you're, like, ah, I don't want to bother just trying to find it. It's not worth it. I don't, don't want to get I'll watch battery, the last half like, of the cleaner. Sure. It. The cleaner. Code name the cleaner. The name is chunky. Also, I just, this is just, this, hate it. This is just an unrelated side note, guys, but if you hear my hedgehog's wheel going at any point, like the majority of the beginning of this episode, I'm so sorry. She has decided that it's now her time to shine, and there's no stopping her. She's been running, CJ, I have to say, since 8 o'clock. She has to burn all those calories. I know. She's 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 very active. Anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. All I think good. she might have stopped. God bless. Uh, uh. Do I hear her? We can just no. continue on. All right. Anyway, code name the cleaner. Um. Uh. So this, I believe, is actually the first. She fucking goes again. <laughs> this is the first uh, comedy, I believe, of 2007. That's a that's a milestone right there. We found the first one. I yes, I believe that this is the first one. It came out on January 5th. Holy so Hannah. It was, yeah. So this is our first 2007 premiere comedy. Did this have a... So it's really starting off the, the <laughs> year with a bang. <laughs> a false start. <laughs> with Codename the Cleaner. <laughs> did it have a theatrical release? Yes, it did. Oh, I would have been, I would not have been shocked if it was just like limited release and like mostly just shipped away. CJ, I, when I made this list yeah. of the movies to watch, of the comedy movies of 2007, over a year ago when we started this podcast, mm-hmm. I remember reading it and being like, this had to be some sort of direct-to-DVD, like, maybe something that wasn't distributed in America, like, some sort of, like, stupid small scale movie and then like when we watched it and i looked into it i was like oh no this is just a straight up american comedy that that we that they just they just released unto the unto the world at least the year of 2007 decided to start with the bar low yes it, it started with the bar low allowed so it for it to climb bring it back up yeah yeah i believe that dewey cox I could be totally wrong, but I feel like it came out in, like, March. So, you know, oh. like, you, just, you start out bad, but then, like, you, you get call yourself up to Dewey Cox. And then you and then you fall back down at Chuck and Larry. But then you come back up, and it's, and it's Blades of Glory. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. It was, real, it was real, like, up and down roller coaster 2007. I can imagine. And we're getting a better, stronger <laughs> feeling of what... 2007 really was back then what 2007 really meant to us i have to say i was watching this movie and i was looking at all of the cars did cars look re- that really fucking old in 2007 <laughs> they're ugly i think i was looking well, at them and remember I was like, it, did cars really look like this this was only 13 years ago we have to we have to remember that technically those cars are from probably 2006 right yeah. So one year older than still, what we're used to. Still, they were they're so 
boxy and ugly and like they look so very like I don't know like 80s and 90s I was like are these are they just old cars that they just so happen to use in the sets or are these is that what cars look like to be honest I didn't ugly I didn't notice anything weird about the cars but but I don't I guess I'm not just a car kind of guy to look at you know I'm not a car kind of guy either but I guess I guess I noticed the aesthetics of cars and like if I see a cool car I'm like oh that's a cool car and I was looking at all these cars I'm like oh everything is ugly (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh I mean it wasn't a good looking movie the writing wasn't good the acting wasn't good it was just subpar like all around yeah the lady, uh, I, what's her name? Nicolette. I wrote it down. I only remembered Nicolette as the name. Nicolette Sheridan, who played the the FBI agent Diane, I think her name was. She actually got nominated for a Razzie that year. For, uh, <laughs> we're supporting female actress, so good for her. Wow. And then, like, we, couple, like two years after this, she got nominated for a bunch of Emmys for uh, Desperate Housewives. So you know what? We, Highs and lows, baby. Do we know any other actors and actresses from 2007 that got nominated for Razzies? I feel like that's something we haven't discussed yet. I don't know. Have we not gotten to those I yet? I really look up. I, oh, God. Okay, now, now. I kind of want to delve into that. That I was not prepared for. Alexa, while you look it up. prepared for. While you look it up, I'll explain the plot to this movie real quick. Codename The Cleaner is a comedy action movie starring Cedric the Entertainer. He wakes up in a hotel room, and he remembers nothing. Not his name, not his occupation, how he got there, nothing. And he turns to the side of his bed and finds a dead FBI agent and a suitcase with tons of money in there. And that all escalates into him trying to figure out who he is, getting wrapped up, roped up, into the FBI trying to get away with some stuff because... Some agents have gone rogue. He finds out he works in a company called Digital Arts, which is a video game company. But he works there as a janitor, maybe. This whole time he might be an actual secret agent this whole time, but he doesn't remember. And it's just that whole progression along the ways. And in the movie, he beats the bad guy, wins the girl. That's it. Can't believe he won the fucking girl. So the girl is played oh, by that, Lucy Oh, the last Liu. five minutes were bullshit. The last five minutes were so bad. CJ, okay. So they, the, I, I was mostly listening to CJ, but also looking up the Razzies, which we'll get all good. to. But all good. I, I, so the movie ends, it, the cleaner is like, I remember who I am and I, whatever, CIA agent. He um, wasn't an actual then, CIA agent though. No, he no. was actually a janitor, which by the way, the amount of janitor shaming in this film as a former custodian i find it to be extremely offensive it was it was was pretty harsh mad it was so mean they're like oh you're just a janitor and it wasn't even like they were saying it and like he was like i will prove you wrong i am not just a janitor like yeah. he didn't really prove them wrong. He was still like a bumbling idiot, and they're like, "All oh, these janitors are so stupid and so useless. You're just a janitor." I'm like, he's a human being. Same and, thing like, with him being, being like a waitress janitor shaming. is very difficult. 
Oh my god, and waitress shaming. As soon as he found out or thought that I he might this... not have been a janitor and been someone of a higher class like uh, career, he immediately yeah, just started like, shitting oh, on so... his girlfriend's job. Yes. I also didn't like how Lucy Lou the whole time kept calling him boo. It just felt so forced. It was like she yeah. wasn't like the oh, writing what's is his fucking not name? Bueno. Jack? Jake. Jack. She'd be like, oh, Jake. She'd Jake like, Rogers. Oh, but Boo, where are you going? I'm like, this is weird. That sounds so forced. Uh, but Lucy Liu plays his girlfriend, who actually isn't his girlfriend. It's a secret, an FBI secret agent who was assigned to watch him and just get very, very <laughs> close to him. But it's fucking... What? Uh, I'm thinking of, like, I'm picturing the overview of this movie, right, with, like, its plot hits. And I can totally see uh-huh. the writers being like, this is a big twist, but wait, there's going to be another big twist here. No one's going to expect that she is an FBI agent, but I'm watching, I'm like, from the first scene, you could tell something was up. Like, you know, I'm like, come on. the minute you see her, I'm like, it's Lucy Liu. She can't, you can't fucking cast her as some innocent fucking waitress. <laughs> Lucy Liu kicks ass every time. She's... Hot as fuck, and she kicks ass. Imagine casting and that's Arnold what she Schwarzenegger does. as a like mechanic, and he's actually just a mechanic, and not some hidden ulterior motive. I like, know, like even I, I mean, in Jingle All the Way, he was just a dad. That doesn't count, though. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't count. That doesn't count because that's sure? that's in the Why? same category as the game plan. That that's purposely having big strong action hero be a father figure but he was still like uh like a football player in the game plan like arnold schwarzenegger in in jingle all the way i think he was just like some guy who worked in an office yeah sure like like they, they it wasn't like oh but here's whole- my dad arnold schwarzenegger he's like a he's like a fucking i don't know like martial arts teacher or like a weightlifter or something it's like here's my dad arnold schwarzenegger he works in marketing <laughs> the, the whole genre for like, that what? movie is is different though so i think that one gets the pass in my book at least <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know if I can. But Jingle All the Way is an insane movie. It's like the Pacifier. It's I like wish a, it was in 2007. It's all those. The pa- but, he, but Vin Diesel in the Pacifier was secretly like some sort of CIA agent or it, something. It, but so, we, yeah, yeah. That The Pacifier. I, 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 don't, I, I guess I'm not German, expressing myself. In German, it's called right. Der. In German, the Pacifier is titled Der Baby Nader. That is incredible. I love that. <laughs> so how about the Razzies? How about the Razzies? Okay, so fun. I cannot believe that it has never come up before that. Uh, oh, we have we, our movies have like swept the fucking yeah, la- Razzies. Ladies and gentlemen, like uh, we so are, many of them. We're probably not going to talk a lot about Codename the Cleaner because there's nothing worth really to talk about. Let's let's dive into the Razzies. Let's dive into the Razzies. So first of all, the movie I Know Who Killed Me, which is a Lindsay Lohan movie, that's a thriller. It's not a comedy. Um, That really, really fucking swept. Uh, But Worst Picture, even though I Know Who Killed Me won that, 
Uh, Brat's Daddy Day Camp, which we will one day get to. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And Norbit, which we will also one day get to, were all <laughs> nominated for Worst Picture. Oh, my God. Worst Actor, Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider, which... I am making an exception for in comedy because I find Nicolas Cage it, as a human being to be any, comedic. Any movie Nick Cage is in is a comedy. I'm not going to argue yes. with that. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Uh, he was nominated. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. in Daddy Day Camp was nominated as Worst Actor. And Adam Sandler in I Now Pronounce Chuck and Larry was uh, nominated. Eddie Murphy in Norbit won. We'll get to that. Worst Actress... We've got all of the brats. <laughs> all of them were nominated in one category. Like in all of them as a group were nominated for worst actors. <laughs> so one of them had to win. No, they all, if, if one won, they all won. It wasn't. It was uh, Lindsay Lohan once again. Gotcha. And I know who kills gotcha. me who won, but they were nominated. Um, worst supporting actor, Ed- Eddie Murphy and Norbit won again. Uh, but also Kevin James and Rob Schneider in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which oh. I don't find Kevin James to be a supporting actor in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Rob Schneider like should have gotten that one. Rob Schneider should have gotten it 100%. Uh, and also John Voight and Bratz. <laughs> uh, let's see. Worst, worst supporting actress was Nicolette Sheridan in Codename the Cleaner. I'm surprised that Codename the Cleaner wasn't... Uh, Nominated for more. But uh, Carmen Electra in Epic Movie and Eddie Murphy in Norbit won once again. Oh, my God. Um, Anything? Oh, for worst screen couple, we have, quote, any combination of two totally airheaded characters in Bratz. <laughs> they really hated Bratz. And also, and also, <laughs> quote, Quote, Adam Sandler and either Kevin James or Jessica Biel. And I now pronounce you Larry. <laughs> I mean, also, more they're speaking the truth here. They're speaking the truth. They're speaking the truth. They're speaking the truth. Worst remake or ripoff. We have Are We Done Yet, which we're going to get to. Bratz, a ripoff if there ever was one. That's a quote. Epic movie. Oh quote, ripoff of every movie it rips off. And who's your caddy, which we will get to one day. Um, Evan Almighty was nominated for Worst Prequel, as well as Daddy Day Camp. What else we got? Oh, Worst Director. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Worst Screenplay. Okay. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. All <laughs> and right, also Epic all right. Movie and Daddy Day Camp and Norbit. Uh, worst, uh, worst Excuse for a Horror Movie. We're not getting there. Also, Worst Director, we had... Um, the director of Norbit and the director of Daddy Day Camp. So we really, 2007, we got most, it's most of us. It's most of our movies. <laughs> it it sounds like Norbit. we need to watch Norbit soon. Oh, it's CJ. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for Norbit. No? Oh, CJ, my I, cousins listen, and I loved all, Norbit as I've a never child. seen it. Oh, CJ. All I know about it is the DVD picture, which is a big woman on top of small man. Respucia. Oh, okay. <sighs> I have I I have fond memories of Norbit. 
um, like because my cousins and I would joke around about it. But like I have fond memories of our jokes and horrifying memories of Norbit. I can't. I'm like I'm both excited and scared. <laughs> That'll be a time. But uh, we time. did not watch Norbit this week. It was codenamed no. the Cleaner. We're just fucking up, fucking around with codenamed the Cleaner. I mean, there's really sorry. Not... So Cedric the Entertainer, he he did he did a job. He, he was an actor. Know, he. That's what I have to say about every single person in this movie. They sure were actors, um, acting. Every, so, I mean, you know. It, it's another movie where the best part was actually the 20 seconds of bloopers at the at the. Oh, my credits. God, I was thinking that. I was just thinking that, that the bloopers were probably my favorite part. I mean, so the bloopers were either line flubs. I actually flubs. laughed. Or when they do, like, multiple takes on, like, an improv bit where, like, Cedric yes. the Entertainer was uh, asking the butler in this mansion at the beginning of the movie for just ra- crazy random tasks or items. Yeah. And just watching him really quick edits of him just listing off a bunch of stuff to do. That that shit's funny. That's great. When he was like, can you find my eighth grade school teacher? And, like, that was it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 can yeah. you just find her? I like that. Else, I thought the bloopers were so funny, and I thought the the movie itself was so incredibly boring. It's another it's another movie where I I really want to know more about who wrote the screenplay because oh either either well, you wrote it as a sixteen year old boy or you've got some problems with you. So the one writer. I didn't write anything that exciting, but it was two writers. The other one wrote the first Bad Boys, amongst other things. I can't so imagine I've two writers the... have worked on this. Yes, two writers. Also, uh, there were, th- uh, I think, three or four producers. One of them was Cedric the Entertainer. There might have been another one. And then there were two others. One was Brett Ratner, if you remember, 2007 Friends. That's the director of all the Rush Hour movies. Mm, okay. And then the other, pro- yeah, and the other producer was Jay Stern, who also was the producer of all of the Rush Hour movies. This is just a cocktail of of uh, problematic yes. men. And then the director, the director is Les Mayfield, um, who he directed quite a few things. Some of them. Uh, his first movie was Encino Man. Have you ever heard of Encino Man? Not at all. It was an 80s movie uh, about Pauly Shore and somebody else whose name escapes me who find a caveman played by Brendan Fraser. Oh, I, I'm familiar. You know Encino Man. So he, he, um, he directed that. He directed the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. He tried to direct some, like, serious things, and he also directed Flubber. Ooh. Okay. And I'll tell you what, Codename the Cleaner is the last thing this man has ever done. (laughs) Oh, what a shame, dude. What a way to go. From what I can tell, from what I can tell, he is not retired. Oof. 
I mean, okay. Oof is right. Listeners, I'm going to attempt to give you the beats of the story. And you can even deduce yourself where it doesn't make sense. But you can, any critical thinking, you can just see how it crumbles. Are you ready, Alexa? This, I'm ready. I also want to say that the trailer itself, when I watched it, I was so fucking confused because whoever wa- whoever cut the trailer, I don't think watched the movie at all <laughs> because it was like, I can't remember his fucking name again. Jake. First of all, Cedric the Entertainer does not look like a Jake. But anyway, they're like, Jake Rogers had it all. And he's like in a nice suit. And he's like, until one day, he woke up next to a dead man. And now... And and they didn't, okay, they were like, and now he has to figure out what happened. And the thing was, the trailer made it out to be like, Cedric the Entertainer played like this wealthy playboy man who lived in a very nice, like, penthouse apartment. And then one day he woke up next to a dead FBI agent and, like, he had no memory of the night. But like also... Hangover. Yes, like the hangover, but also he's like, am I an FBI agent? And then I was like, how would he not know if he was an FBI agent? The trailer was so fucking confusing. I had even like, like from yesterday when I sent it to you to, 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 or whenever, Monday when I sent it to you to today when I'm like, I like, I've been thinking about it the entire (laughs) time, trying to parse out what exactly this movie is about. And why? All right, Alexa. I'm yeah. I'm gonna start going through the step by step of the movie. Just just stop step me when you find something that doesn't make sense. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. You ready? I'm ready. The movie opens with Cedric the Entertainer waking up in a hotel room. He reaches his hand behind him and finds that there's another person there. Thinking it's a woman, he starts to caress and pat, getting all down with the person. Finally, rolling over to see it is a dead FBI agent. I already have questions. Oh, go ahead. Where does he think he is? Who does he think he's with? Why does he think, why does he wake up and think, this is normal? I know where I am. Oh, those don't, this person on the yeah, road. those don't matter. We didn't think about that when writing it. Uh, moving yeah. on. No. <laughs> he uh, is in this hotel room, has amnesia, doesn't know who he is, where he is, where, what he's been doing, none of that. He finds a suitcase full of money, finds a dead FBI agent. He decides to storm out of the room with the suitcase, meets a bellboy, uh, has an awkward transaction with him, and goes to the elevator. What did the bellboy say? He said, refill the mini fridge. Or the drink card. Refill the mini fridge. They gave him like a stereotypical like Chinese accent, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. And he was like, and and then he kept saying whatever, refill the mini fridge or whatever. And then um, um, Cedric the Entertainer was like, Rufy the refreshments, yes. And then I'm like, what? I'm like, that's not what I heard either. I was lost. So now he's in the elevator. He's trying to get out of this hotel as soon as possible for whatever reason, holding this suitcase, briefcase of cash. And a floor stops and an old woman comes in. 
she presses the the button to go down to whatever floor she needs to, and he has a flashback. He sees people shooting. He sees himself shooting guns, and and he people are aborting a helicopter, and he's slapping all their butts on their way in. And then we cut to see that he is just slapping this old woman's ass repeatedly dude, in this elevator. Dude. And he's screaming. So when he's having this weird, like, flashback, and he's, like, in the or in his flashback, he's like, go, go, go. And then you see him, and he's slapping the ass of this old lady while screaming, go, go, go. And I was like, ah! I didn't care for that. And then, but apparently the old lady cared for it quite a bit. She liked so. it, yeah. She liked it. Uh, and so that actually ended up being absolutely fine. He gets out into the hotel lobby. He's trying to get out. Yeah, he's trying to get out. I am. And uh, this lovely white woman in a nice white blazer and white skirt comes out and says, "Oh, Jake, there you are," and is trying to like calm him down. And she's asking him all these questions. Turns out that's his wife. Yes. And he doesn't and remember. he's like, I'm married to a white lady? What? Wacky. Wow. That's a... Oh. And so uh, she gets... She chauffeurs him back to their vehicle, and they drive off to their house, which is a mansion. All this time, she's acting a little sus. Yes. And, and wait, 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 wait. I also want to ask. Yeah. I want to ask. So... When those other, I guess, FBI agents or whatever, whoever, whatever, walk by and she grabs him to kiss him, did he know why she grabbed him to kiss him? Because at first I was like, oh, I thought I heard her say, like, oh, come over here, like, as if, like, she was going to hide him. And then she kissed him, and then later he's like, I don't know who you are. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) no. Then why did he think she was kissing him? I was so confused. This it was all very confusing. Another question I this had. This premise after, is like a worse version of The Hangover. So this woman, spoilers, is not his wife after all. Spoilers. She's like the head of security for the video game company. Is. Yes. She did say that. So, like, my big question, the biggest plot hole that comes to my mind is that she, how does she know that he woke up with no memory? Yes, yes, yes. What like, was her plan? That's if such he, a big if plot. He didn't hole. wake up with amnesia. What was her plan? Because she comes over, she's like, "Oh, Jake, I've been looking all over she, for you." She if said he the didn't first words. Lose his yeah. memory. Yeah. If he didn't lose his memory, he probably would have been like, "Who the fuck are you?" Why, where are you taking me? And especially, so, the whole moral of the story of this fucking movie is that, uh, fucking, uh. There's a moral? See, not moral, but, like, the end of the movie. CJ, I almost called him CJ the Entertainer. Oh, no. (laughs) I think you should change your name to that. I love that. CJ Vaughn Entertainer. Vaughn Entertainer. CJ Derbaby Nader. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so he uh, turns out that he has always been a janitor for this fucking company. He was never a secret agent. Blah, blah, blah. They were going to put chips inside of video games. He was working as a janitor as a video game company, but he was very close friends with one of the video game developers or whatever who would always give him, like, test games and whatever so that he could help him make the games and give suggestions and stuff like that because he was a big, like, video game nerd. Whatever. Um, So they apparently were going to put some sort of chip in with with some sort of important information that someone might need and nobody would be able to read it and it's got like encrypted information it's so vague as to what's on this fucking chip i don't understand Mm -hmm. they were like well nobody's gonna be able to read it not the fbi not the cia nobody and i'm like why do we why are we making it (laughs) Who is it for then? And what's on it? Like, like, what, what is on the chip? They're like, it's secret, it's classified hey, information. Hey, like, hey, hey, uh, of what? The viewer doesn't need to know that. They all they need to know is is Cedric the Entertainer is a filthy, dirty janitor who only loves playing it's a stupid filthy, video gross games. Janitor, he's gross and lazy. At one point, when she, when uh, Lucy Lou brings him to his apartment, and he's like, "Oh, this place is a dump." I'm like, "This is a perfectly nice apartment that you have been brought to, sir." Yeah. So, oh, ridiculous. So. Uh, they're gonna put a chip in a video game, which, by the way, they have shown that the video games are discs. So how they're putting <laughs> fucking no, chips I, I think, I think in discs? They've been saying video game, but at one part, they one person did say a video game console, which makes oh, more sense. But I think they only said it I once. I must have missed that because the whole time I was thinking, is it a console that they're putting it in? But they just kept saying it's in the game. It's in the game. They definitely and I'm like, said whoever it once. wrote this, whoever wrote this, has never fucking known what a game is like they've never played a video game in their life his friend confides in him that this video game has a chip video game or video game console whatever and he's like you my friend the cleaner need to be in charge of it question mark and you need to keep it away from like the fbi why that whole interaction too Huge, just why? overlooked plot hole. Why? What? Why give him the name, code name, the cleaner? Why give him? Why the did chip? he call him the cleaner? Why did he give him a code name? Why did he give him a chip? Why did other people want the chip if nobody can crack what's on the chip? What is on the chip? Why does everybody want it? And then it's like, all oh. you need to know, stupid watcher of the movie, is that this is a comedy movie and where there's a-, a bad guy. And then at one point, Billie Eilish. Cedric the Entertainer says the name. Did she say Billie Eilish? She did. Bad guy. <laughs> Duh. Da-na, Duh. Anyway, Cedric the Entertainer says something at one point. He goes, oh, uh, the chip is inside of the chip. I'm like, oh, so there's a second chip that they don't have. No, that never comes back. I don't know. It's just one chip. They clearly, the actual plot 
of the story didn't need to be Stupid. cohesive and make sense. Anyway, I all this all this ranting to say that he was the one in charge of protecting the chip. So then he goes to these FBI agents to pretend that he has it, I guess, and then like get money. Yeah, why from would them. he go? Why would he go to them? Why would he go to them? And then he was And he's like, I don't have it. Like of course I don't have it. So then the FBI agents are like well, fuck you then, then we're just going to shoot you. Which, by the way, later in the movie, he's like, I'm just a bumbling janitor, I'm so afraid. But in his flashbacks before he lost his memory, he was actually pretty capable. Yeah. And he was able to grab a guy and use him as a human shield against bullets with not even blinking an eye. And then and now he's like, oh, I'm so scared. What do I do? I'm just going to hide behind Lucy Lou the whole time. Which, like, I would too, but still. And then he's... The another FBI agent who's like a fucking jujitsu master <laughs> grabs a lamp and knocks him over the head, and that causes him to lose his memory. Which, what fucking kind of lamp is that that makes you lose your entire memory? So, and, and so that begs the question what was that group of rebel rogue FBI agents' end goal with leaving him? Just not dead, but unconscious on the bed with the FBI agent. Were they Next just hoping to, to frame him? Because then they were yeah, trying to figure I out where he was I... the whole time. They were trying to figure out where he was, I guess. Or maybe they thought they killed him. But then... They're FBI then agents. Have they should an F- A dead FBI agent and a dead dude. So they didn't have any plan. They were... Which I guess is why the lady came back. Maybe she was looking to see if he went anywhere or maybe if he was dead. But then she saw him and she's like, oh, Jake, how I've missed you. My love, you're my husband. Like, if Jake didn't lose his memory, he probably would have been like, no. But what, like, but what, what is the outcome then? What, what is the outcome? You, 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 you want to frame this man for murder? He knows. He, all he has to say is, no, it was y'all. I have proof i know where this chip is i i mean like he'll, he'll still squeal and that won't go unnoticed exactly kill the man. but then i guess you don't want to kill him because he's the only one who knows where the chip is i guess and so they got very lucky these rogue fbi agents that these rogue just FBI so happened to give him a need get really lucky again and they also show this Cedric the Entertainer to be this, again, this bumbling idiot, I'm just a janitor, blah, 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 I'm so wacky, I can't do anything. But in his flashbacks, he's so incredibly capable. And he's like, oh, I, like he has like code words. Like he told the, the video game developer French, he's like, oh, I'm going to Boca Raton, which apparently in Spanish means mouth, mouth of the rat. And then in everybody's like, what do you mean by Boca Raton? And then he's like, oh, mouth of the rat. I left it in a rat head statue in a set for this video game? Like, there's so much planning. And then they just try to pretend like he's an idiot. It's, yeah. I don't understand. They, they definitely oversought to fill the movie with slapstick and punchlines that didn't even hit the mark rather than focus on a cohesive yes plot. yes there was no cohesive plot and then he goes to visit his 
uh, he he happens to go to a diner that Lucy Lou is at, and she's like, "Oh, boo!" Also, wait, 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 wait. Everybody's supposed to be undercover, but everybody's using their real names. What's that about? They they clearly did not. <clears throat> listen, you listen to here, motherfuckers. I've been watching <laughs> a lot of FBI shows recently. All right. This oh, shit won't yeah. fly CJ's in the all, F- out, all on it. Listen here. I've spent the majority of my time during this quarantine watching Criminal <laughs> Minds, an FBI show focusing He's on the on, behavioral what, analysis six? unit. I'm season up six? I'm up to season 6. Oh. Over 100 episodes in. I <laughs> know the inner workings of the Criminal Minds and the FBI Minds. Let him know. And let me tell you, this wouldn't fly. Special Agent Aaron Hotchner from Criminal Minds would not just be so lackadaisical about any of this shit. Lackadaisical. No, sir. I don't know anything about Criminal Minds, so I'm just gonna trust you on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Trust. Give. I take my word. Take it. I also want to say that they showed the video. So Cedric the Entertainer has been having these flashbacks of him like as some sort of like special agent or war hero because he keeps having these flashbacks of him shooting people or jumping out of helicopters and doing like karate moves. And he's like, I'm a karate master. And in fact, at one point when uh, his fake wife brings him to uh, his fake mansion and he sees uh, like martial arts trophies he's like these are mine and she's like oh yeah sure and he's like oh cool and then he's like he's like oh i always knew i had karate skills and they really show like an extended shot of him doing karate yeah i mean you had to that's what he's paid it was it was uncomfortably long to watch him bumble through fake karate like, at least 15 seconds of different shots of him going, like, wah, like, it was very weird. Anyway, he's, like, having all these flashbacks, and he's, like, no, I'm definitely a war hero. I definitely know what I'm talking about. And then it turns out that he has false memories of him as something called Colonel whatever, which is a video game that had just come out that he was like super into. So then they show and she brings him to a Best Buy and she's like, no, this is the video game that you're imagining. And he looks and they show the video game and that shit was like PlayStation 1 levels of graphics. And at this point, 2007, I think 2008 is when PlayStation 3 came out, right? Bioshock came out in 2007. Yeah, there you go. Like, I think one of the Halo games came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. I have Ryan next to me silently. He put a thumbs up. He says Halo was out in 2007. <laughs> yeah. So There you go. <laughs> Verified. My knowledge. And L.A. Noir came out a couple years after that, I think. Yeah, the video game that we actually Which saw is- in the movie was abysmal. So abysmal, so gross looking, considering that they did like, they insinuated that they did motion capture <laughs> When it, I laughed I was when like, they said that, because there was no way in hell. I was like, motion capture of what? Like, fucking gummy bears? Like, they looked so bad. It was awful. It was not good. This was a different time. 
there was so many um there was so much product placement in this movie. Was like, there? Like, they were just oh, rambling Skittles. off brands. Skittles. Skittles. Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Quiznos. Papa John's. You know what? You're right. A couple, yeah, a couple Spanish places, oh, I think. Um, maybe they made those ones. Pollo Loco, which could be made up. I don't know. But Pollo Loco was actually referenced in Rush Hour 3, too, yeah. now that I think it's about real. it. Man, between my... Hedgehog and airplanes. It's just like the loudest apartment airplanes ever. Airplanes and the night sky and the shooting stars. Like shooting stars. I could really use a wish right, now, wish, right wish right now. now. Wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. There is a weird remix of Jungle Boogie in this movie. <laughs> I didn't care for it. I didn't care for the movie at all, really. I didn't really care for it either. What I did care for was Lucy Liu. Like, I feel like I have to make myself worked up to to be angry at this movie. To, like, care enough to, you know? Like. Care enough to get mad. Yeah. But I did like Lucy Liu. I mean, she's just a, a beautiful person all around. She is. When they were, like, that one uh, blooper when uh, Niecy Nash was, like. Are you that girl from Charlie's Angels? And I was like, yes, it is that girl from Charlie's Angels. I love Charlie's Angels. You know, I've never seen any iteration of Charlie's Angels. Really? I haven't seen the newest one. I heard it's not good. Uh, I have seen the Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz one. And I don't think it was received well, but as a kid, I freaking loved it. I thought it was so good. And then I've seen, like, some episodes of uh, Charlie's Angels, like, the original one, um, like, I, I don't, on, like, TV land yeah. and, sh- and shit. I've never seen any of them. It. I've always wanted to. I think the closest... I, I mean, it, it's cute. The closest I've gotten to seeing anything Charlie's Angels themed is either Powerpuff Girls or the third Pitch Perfect movie. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Have it, I seen Pitch Perfect 3? It's uh it's it turned into a pseudo spy movie, international and on a boat. Do I have any memory of this? I don't I didn't like the Pitch Perfect movies. I saw them all um like uh, I was forced to watch all of them, so. I I would lump Pitch Perfect in with Avatar in the amount of times I'd have to casually watch it in a public setting. You feel me? Which Avatar? Uh, the Cameron... I was about to say the Cameron Diaz. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Cameron Diaz's <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. No, no, no. Like Avatar, I've seen I probably eight times just because like you see it in theaters. Ooh, look at that! It's so special, right? And then as soon as yeah. it comes out DVD that winter season, people bought DVDs and gifted it to people. And every time you had a family gathering, like guys, let's just put Avatar on because there's always someone that has to see Avatar. Avatar. They're like, oh wait, I've always wanted to watch that movie, Avatar. And they're like, all right, fine, I'll put it on. And they put it on, and so you end up watching it multiple times. And then you join marching band when you're in high school, and you go on trips. And there's a 15-hour car ride, bus ride to Chicago one year, and you ended up watching Avatar again in the little tiny screens on the bus. Oh. And then was that the end? I've watched it a lot. I wanted to learn Navi when it came out. 
when it came out, I think I was like a freshman in high school or maybe I was in eighth grade. I just remember freshman year in my TV production class, like the first half of the year was like studio production. And then the second half of the year was editing. And we watched Avatar to like learn about editing. I think it was just an excuse to watch Avatar, honestly. Oh, yeah. And now I can't tell you anything about it. It's not good. So it was it's only as like visually good looking. That's it. It's just Pocahontas with blue people. That's it. You're right. That's it. That's it. Wish I. (laughs) So would you rather watch Avatar or would you rather watch Codename the Cleaner? (sighs) Like, what do you mean? Give me the context. Watching it multiple times. Watching just again right now. What? Just in general. If somebody was like, you have to either watch Avatar or Codename the Cleaner. I would. I would rather watch Avatar. Yeah? I would say so. I mean, listen, I don't blame you. I would say so. I I don't blame you. I think I... I don't know. I feel like I would watch Codename the Cleaner because it's... uh, It's shorter. How long is Avatar? I've seen it so much I don't even know. Like three hours. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's rough. It's a it's a long fucking movie. Yeah, no, no, no. In that case, I'll watch Happily Never After. Ah, classic. That one is like an hour, right? That was short. That was really fucking short. Yeah, it was like an hour ten, I think. Yeah, I'll just put that on again. I wanted to talk about the Dutch scene. That that had its moments. It had its moments. I like. Uh, listen. That if if we were to make a like a a graph of its the highs and lows of this movie, I'll give that as a high. Highs and I'll lows of it. high school football. <laughs> I, I yeah I of all the scenes, I think that was the best one. Um, so uh, code name the code name the cleaners, <laughs> CJ the entertainer, is uh running from whoever because he's afraid. He's afraid of all of his surroundings because people are trying to threaten him and he has no memory. So he sleeps in his car and he has to go into a hotel, I think, to go get a key card. I must have spaced out at that point. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so he to but there are like FBI agents all around looking for him. So he puts on a Dutch boy costume from like uh, a Dutch dancing troupe called the tulip tour and they all have costumes on and it it's weird because they all leave their bus their tour bus and just like immediately go on stage like there is yeah no prep time there's no like let's get into a costume they're on their costumes they have their clogs on they are ready to go and so he puts on one of these clog costumes and he goes up to the front desk and he's like I have seemed to lose something, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> and then they give him the little key card. And then she's like, oh, so you're Dutch? And he goes, you've never heard of Dutch chocolate? Ricola. And then walks away. And I was like, I vibe. <laughs> yeah. The, and I, the whole dance thing uh, is what was. Like, this is, yes. That, that was just like pure. Like it was, it was fun. I liked it. It was good. 
he, so I mean, he goes on stage. Yeah. He gets he follows them all while undercover, I guess, on onto a stage. And the thing is, one guy in this entire troop looks at him as if he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" But everyone but I else guess is everybody cool. Everybody else is so professional and cool with it, and they're like, yep. They're vibing. This man has definitely joined our fucking troop. Nothing we can so, do now. And then, and then he picks up the choreography, like, very well. <laughs> like, really quickly. And he's doing the clog dancing with them. He c- and then everybody's like, the whole crowd's fucking loving it. Everyone got into one it. Lady. Yeah. Everybody got into it because, like, I guess he was also. So, who did he replace? He, I don't think he that replaced had a solo on stage. I don't know. Because 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 cl- at one someone point, the one clog guy is like, he's like clickety clickety clog, and then he points to Cedric the Entertainer, whom he knows should not be there, and then he's and Cedric the Entertainer's like, well, time to do some hip hop moves, I guess. And the crowd fucking eats it up. They fucking love it. They're laughing. They're cheering. There's one woman that they do a close-up of. She, she's laughing her fucking ass off. She's loving every second of this. Now that I think about it. She loves it, this crunking Dutch boy. There must have been someone there that just didn't have their costume on yet. And then, like, they go to grab it and, like, yeah. oh, where'd it go? Oh, where's my costume? I'm... Dutch. That's my Dutch. Oh, accent. that was so good. Yeah, you knocked it out of the park. I love cloggings <laughs> and tulips. Tell me one more thing about you. <laughs> I love Ricola. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> I got it. I got you it. You did it. You, I got it. You basically have citizenship I now. I know of the Dutch culture. I yeah. I know the Dutch culture. I've seen they it's a small world. They have some of the world. highest quality of living in the world. I've seen it's a small world. I know what the fuck they're doing. And, and, and you know what? You know what? It's, and what, what? it's what, not what? a small. In, in actuality, it's not actually a small <laughs> world. Are you telling me that there is nothing that we share and it's time we're aware that it's not a small world after all? Yeah. Yeah. We're medium at best. I mean, listen. We're medium. We're no Jupiter, but we're certainly not a fucking Pluto. Am I right? We're long distance at best. (laughs) Spaced out. We're comfortable size. Spaced out. We're comfortably in in our world. If you were to compare our world to the different sizes of Reese's Peanut Butter Cup packages... We are mm. not fun sized. We are not the small little well, we're ones. We're not king sized. We're either. definitely not king sized. Those are the two stacks. We are the we're the standard definition. Four, I think, four to a pack, four to a one single sleeve. I think it's two. I think it's two. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. It's two. You're thinking about the king. Baby. I am thinking about the king. My apologies. We're you're just the two. The we're just two Reese's peanut butter cups floating in the in. The great beyond of space. The great abyss. They came out with a pumpkin Reese's again. The dry season of shaped Reese's is, is over. And we may rejoice again. Listen, I don't care what shape it is. I just need it 
in me pronto. You know what I'm saying? How dare you, Reese? Shapes are the best. I love Reese's. I, and I, I don't know. Too. I don't know I what do your too. opinion and is going to be love on this. Them. I, I have to confess something about Reese's. Oh God, what is it? I am. I'm a huge Reese's fan, right? Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I have. I've thought about it. I've looked into myself, and I've can't. I've come to a conclusion. Oh God. The type of Reese's that I prefer the most are the Reese's Thins. Really? Yeah. I like the Reese's Peanut Butter Lovers. I think I like more peanut butter than chocolate, and I think the Thins have too much chocolate. I For me, for, anyway. And for me, the biggest thing that tipped me over for the Thins is that there's no, there's no extra brown, like, paper wax cup that you have to discard as oh. well. That's the good thing about the fucking shapes too, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a good part of it. I hate, I hate having to peel back and you lose the bottom layer all the time. You hate, you have to break these chains. Give me, of just these give me one paper. Give me just a little thing of plastic to rip art. And give me that good, sweet, chocolatey peanut butter goodness. Yeah, why are we adding an extra step, bro? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, to be, oh, to be eating Reese's right now. Oh, to be eating Reese's right now. I have a cheesecake in my refrigerator. I'm very excited to it's eat it after the, this. It's not the same, to be honest. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Do you know what character I really liked in this movie? You really liked the other janitor friend. I did. I like, well, I, you know, I cannot say that I liked him. Oh, oh why not? I, uh, I, he was so incredibly twitchy, and I know that was his character, but it did make me very nervous. Give me. <laughs> I didn't like how much energy he had. Give me a little scoop about who this man is. But, so I cannot tell you his name. I do nope. not remember it, but he wants to. <laughs> what? Do you remember it? Nope. I don't know if he had a name. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's janitor friend. He, uh, Jake has two janitor friends, and one of them is an old man, and the other one is a guy who wants to be a rapper, and he sings raps. He calls himself the dirt, the the clean, dirty rapper, the dirty clean man, dirty cleaner. I don't know. One of those. That's his rapper name, and he and his raps are themed. To uh, being dirty. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, duty, you're so duty. And he's like a really bad rapper. But he's like, you got, he's like, you got to help me become a rapper. And I didn't care for that. I thought it was like, wow, this guy could really do pretty well as like a SoundCloud rapper um, nowadays. But I did appreciate the scene where he is in a bathroom and a, uh, an FBI agent who's looking for Jake is like interrogating him and he like threatens to shoot him. And his friend is like, first of all, he says, I'm not a rat and I'm not a snitch. I'm not a snit and I'm not. Uh, no, he goes, I wrote it down. He goes, I am not a snat or a writ. Yeah, and I'm a snatch. As, I'm a snatch. As someone who needlessly combines words for no reason, I found that to be extremely relatable. Um, and then also when the when the FBI agent he pulled out a gun, 
and he was like threatening to shoot him and he's like oh my god yes please shoot me i was like i can relate to that <laughs> but he didn't want to die he just wanted the clout no no he just wanted the clout yeah. which again i can relate to because not for the clout part but sometimes when a really nice car is like not paying attention and speeding towards me i'm like if i don't want to die but if just like a little kiss just like a little just S- a little something for the student loan kiss yeah just some, just a little some, je ne sais quoi. For the bills. <laughs> An amuse-bouche. Something that I could... Something that I... An amuse-bouche. Something that I could just limp around with for a little bit and take to the coolest. I, I don't need all my toes. Um, I don't know. No. If I lost a toe or yeah. two, I got money now. Yeah. I can pay off the loans. I could pay off the bills. I could buy a house. I don't know. Could buy more hedgehogs. I can just start living a life without the burden of financial stability. Well, hey, listen, listeners, if you are someone that you love, no, not someone that you love. If you have an enemy that has a really nice car, let me know, and I will just so happen to walk by their driveway. Listeners, if you want to buy my toes, I will. <laughs> I'm down to re- remove most of them if it means getting money in my wallet. Yes. I know some of Buy y'all are nasty. My toes. You can do it. I'll let you pick them. Ooh. I just yeah, I just need to keep like the the ones I need to walk. So I think like the big yes. toes. I th- yeah, the big toe you need. Probably and the pointers, think, like, but everything the, else is fair game. I think like the first two toes yeah, you need. And yeah. then everything else is just like whatever. I'll also, you know what? I'll also settle for pictures of toes. If you want pictures of toes. You know what, Alexa? We've talked about toes a lot. I think I have to, I, I have a story I have to ask you, or a question too. Okay. So. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Recently, fairly recently, I, I like to ask a lot of random questions to my friends and family just to see what happens to spark conversation sometimes, you know? Okay. So I went over to my dad one day, and I... I asked him this question. I asked him, "You, how much money would you need to be given for you to chop off one of your toes and eat it?" <sighs> and then there, the specifications are: you can remove the toe however you want, but you have to do it, and you can eat the toe however you want, but you have to do it. Yeah, and cook this this cook this shit. question spiraled out of control because he told me at like first ten million dollars and I'm like <laughs> I would do it for fifty k right now and fifty k oh my god I would I don't would do it don't sell yourself 50K. short buddy I would do it for probably don't less don't sell yourself short and so then I, we had Come to start on. asking if like they the were random like, I will give you C J if they were like I will give you any price but I a sick human being want to see you cut off your toe and eat it don't sell yourself short no 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 no. it's not it's not like that scenario it 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 is what is the lowest you would do oh what's the lowest the lowest you would do to to have the offer on the table like someone's like all right i'm i'm willing to pay but i'm only willing to pay the absolute bare minimum and so i need to know it's not the eating of the toes that gets me, you know? 
Because you I'm, can cook listen, that shit and whatever. It's yeah, that's the fine. removal. The removal is a little upsetting to me. I'm not going to lie. I still don't it's, know what the best um, way would be. Because it's going to be messy no matter what. I think the toe has to be a pinky toe. It has to be a toe on the end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think I would want to do it. Uh, I would, I, you know, I would use some of the money that I was given to get it surgically removed. You can't do that. You don't get the money until it's digested and you had about Yeah, no, I, I, no, I'll pay for it myself. And then, like, I, I'll just take that. You're out of beating my profits, the system, you know? though. That's not a part. I would CJ, do it. CJ, I can't do it. I can't do it. Just I can't give me the $50,000 and I'll do it. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I'm a baby. I can't watch, like, those fucking Saw movies and shit. They upset me. I've, I've seen a couple Saw movies, they're pretty good. I'm just afraid of the puppet. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm not I even that upset by gore. It's just puppets. Right, rightfully so. I think. I don't care for them. I, I seriously think I would do it. I, I would. I would. I, I seriously, genuinely, pure heart think if someone were to give me $50,000 to cut off my own toe and eat it, I would. How much would somebody need to pay you to shoot, to get shot in the ass? Um, okay. Uh, one question. Or two okay. questions, I should say. It is a gun. Okay. A single yes. bullet gun. Yes. And it is, like, through the ass, like, through one side of the ass cheek, out the other side of the ass cheek, right? Not, like, not up the, not up the, the hole or any of the other not parts of my body. Not up the hole. It will just be into the cheek. From, from cheek to shining cheek. From cheek to shining cheek. How much would I have to... The lowest I would go. Yes. $50,000. Really? I think... That's not uh, yeah. bad, because getting shot in the ass won't kill you. Chopping your toe off won't kill you either. That's true, but I feel like it's faster to get shot in the ass than it is to cut your toe and off. And with either of these scenarios, you get a great story out of it. You do get a great story. And, and, and the, so you can't I put a price on a guy, good story. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Especially if you're like a stand-up comedian or something, you can there use you that go. to your advantage. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I asked because that one, the janitor friend character was yelling like, shoot me in the ass. Shoot me in the ass. And then the FBI agent was so upset by, by him being so gung-ho about getting shot that he left. And then his janitor yeah. friend came in with a mop. And then he was like, put it in my ass. And he's like, I don't even know you anymore. What's the price you, you got for that? To get shot in the ass? Yeah. That's not bad, but the the medical bills you have to put you have to you have to put into account of your. All right, earnings, let's say they you know? whoever's shooting you has good insurance and they put you on their plan for this. <laughs> okay, so you're Let, not. Let's, let's, so you're not, but you're not paying. You so you are saying that whoever shot you and is paying you. All right, I, I got is going to pay for your medical better bills. better situation. You agree? Once you agree that okay. you're going to get shot in the ass, you and the shooter. Go in a car, drive over the border to Canada, then you get shot in the ass. Okay, yeah, universal health care. Yeah. And I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so You get a Canadian ass say, shot. What happens? How much? Um, I would do, I think like 100K would be my lowest. You're telling me 
if I were ready to give you 75k by the next day to shoot you in the ass, you would say no. You turn 75k down? Actually, no, I think I could do 75k. You're telling me if I said to you by the next day 50k just to get shot in the ass, you would turn that down? This is the rationale in my head, no. Alexa. If no. I'm literally saying like I would give you this money right now by the next day. CJ, I'm not going to lie. If you gave me $1,000, I'd probably do <laughs> Listen here. I'm kind of with like, you. <laughs> at this point right now in my life, probably. I wouldn't do it for 1000 I wouldn't do it I for I don't know. Listen, I think, I, don't know. I think the base limit is just my student loans, you know? Yeah. 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 If, it, if it's something college. that's not as serious as getting shot or removing a body part – then we're talking lesser stuff. Like, if you just want to tase me, sure, a couple grand will be fine. If you want to pepper spray my eyes. Tasing. Yeah, give me a coupon to a Wendy's or something. Every time I put in my medicated eye drops, I feel like I've been pepper sprayed. So <laughs> there you go. Like You're prepared. You're prepared now. You're ready. Yeah, it can't be that bad. No. Nah. I liked the shot in the ass scene because it reminded me of – when I was a kid, um, it reminded you of something. My brother and yeah, when I was a kid, my brother had my brother had airsoft guns, which are BB guns, but even less harmful. They're just like little yeah. plastic biodegradable bullets that you would shoot. So my my brother brought it over to our grandma's house for Mother's Day, um, and. Like him and my cousins were playing with it. And then my aunt uh, went absolutely fucking nuts and was like, I don't like guns. Like, she's a weirdo. So, like, I'm a lot. We, we can make fun of her and dislike her. But um, she's like, I don't like guns. And everybody's like, it's just an airsoft gun. Like, don't worry about it. You buy your, at the time he was like, I don't know, like five or seven. They're like, you buy your seven-year-old son, like, tactical war knives. So what's the difference? Ooh. To buy, like, little silly plastic guns. And he's like, I don't like guns. So then my one cousin pulled his pants down in my grandma's backyard. And he's like, Ma, it's not that bad. And then he turns to my brother. He's like, shoot me in the ass. Just do it. Just shoot me. So my brother shot him in the ass with an airsoft gun to prove that it was non-lethal. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty baller of him. Yeah, you can, you and can prove cousin, a lot of theories by just putting yeah. your, pulling your pants down, saying "just shoot me in the ass." Yep, and my cousin just mooned just like all of my grandma's neighborhood. That's fantastic. Yeah, so I, I like I I enjoyed that scene because it brought back fond memories. I'm glad. I'm we glad. call that day the Mother's Day massacre. <laughs> Was the Mother's Day massacre, and then few uh, uh, a mere like four weeks later was the Father's Day fiasco. That's a story for another day. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, codename the cleaner. I also noticed. Oh, I was just gonna say I also noticed that they liked putting two words together needlessly. They did that twice. So they did snat and writ, and then later. Um, Cedric the Entertainer is telling Lucy Lou, he's like, I'm like, I'm like Rambo. I'm like a black Rambo. And she's like, okay, Blambo. And I'm like, why did you say that? Why did she call him Blambo? It's funny. 
What was the purpose of it, her calling him Blambo? Because it's not a real word, and so when she's when Pretty Are, Lady says it, it sounds funny. Like, like Blackula. Yeah. Like, <laughs> funny. <laughs> funny That's joke. So stupid. I'm just looking at my notes, and like, there was nothing that I really was too excited about. Niecy Nash is in it, which we haven't watched Reno 911 yet, but she's in Reno 911. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. One time, um, Cedric the Entertainer was like, I confess, Martha Stewart is hot. And I'm like, I guess. Yeah. A lot of sad faces. There were a lot of sad faces that I wrote in my notes. Like, the old lady in the elevator, sad face. I also wrote that the fake wife, whoever did her makeup, did her so dirty. Yeah. Like, she looked very fake. Who? She didn't, not only did she look fake, she looked so washed out. And she's a pale blonde woman with blue eyes. And they, like, did not put any fucking mascara on her. They didn't touch up her eyebrows. They didn't even give her, like, blush. And if they did, it, like, was not enough. She looked like a fucking ghost. I was like, this poor woman has been done so dirty. They put her in these terrible fucking costumes and suits. The only cute thing she had on was, like, a gingham bra, like, a pink gingham bra and underwear set that she was using to seduce the cleaner. I actually have a note about that. I have bra and underwear. is really cute. There you go. I also liked Hot Bun 69. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The car scene. Uh, Cedric saw someone flash their headlights in a parked car. So he goes over and thinks it's uh, like some sort of agent giving him a, a signal. And it's not. It's somebody looking for Hot Bun 69. And he goes, I'm sweaty and ready. Sweaty and ready. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. It's, it's... I'm going to be like... So I'm gonna I'm gonna be like hooking up with my boyfriend. I'm gonna be like I'm sweaty and ready. <laughs> it's it, it, it's the better way of saying locked and loaded. <laughs> I say I'm locked and loaded all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Called out. Now I'm gonna have to say I'm sweaty and ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sweaty. CJ, you've created a monster already. You're welcome. I'm a menace. You're welcome. I'm going to start saying that all the time. I'm going to start saying I'm sweaty and ready. And then it's going to become a part of my daily vocabulary. And then I'm going to forget where I fucking picked it up from. And then one day I'm going to fucking rewatch Codename the Cleaner no, at age 50. No. And I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm sweaty and ready. <laughs> you never need to rewatch this movie. <sighs> this movie, I think, no. is the most boring 2000 movie we've watched so far. And I, I think that's so the worst insult we can give it. F- it was a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was so fucking excited that it had a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, hell yes, 4%? This has got to be absolute straight garbage. Like, it's going to be so bad. And then it just was like, yeah, it's bad, but it's like boring bad. It wasn't it's not good even bad. Like ex- yeah. Yeah. There was, like, some vague homophobia, but, like, nothing. Like, I couldn't even get mad at, like, the vague homophobia. Because <laughs> I, I was like, it's not that blatant as, like, Chuck and Larry. There was the scene. 
so they go through this whole action scene. The chip is returned. Everything's fine. And then Lucy Lou sees the fake wife in the distance. And she's like, oh, the fake wife. And then the two of them have a fight scene. Like a needless fight scene. And I was like, this is so stupid. It's just kind of because, like, I don't know, the director or the writer was like, I feel like doing Kill Bill. Like, but bad. It was, yeah. It, it, it's just not, it's boring. It it's not good. It's clearly, like, written as someone that still thinks they're 16. Yeah. And it was one of, another one of those movies where, like, the goofy kind of rude misogynist man like all of the women want him granted the fake wife was doing it for fakesies but like but still niecy nash was like super into him and they had like a fling and then um like lucy lou like had like secretly like developed feelings for him while she was like spying on him and then at the and then at the end the ending is terrible so that at the end of the movie I didn't understand the ending. So the ending of the movie, um, the this whole fight scene happens and whatever, and it's happy ending. And then the FBI is like, we could really use someone like you on our team, Jake. And he's like, oh, well, you know, no thanks. Like, I think I'm just going to stick with my cleaning agency. And then the... Uh, game developer friend is like oh i always thought of you to be more than just a janitor first of all just a janitor shut the fuck up janitors have very valid and important and difficult jobs fuck off but also i thought when he was like oh i always thought of you as more of a janitor i was like i thought he meant like I always saw you as more of a janitor. You're so capable. You did my secret agent mission. You should be in the FBI. But then later, they, like, cut to him working in the video game building. And they're like, oh, Mr. Video Game Developer. And then at first I was like, oh, he's pretending to be a video game developer. But he's actually undercover in the FBI. But no, he's just a video game developer. And then... Lucy Liu is there for some reason. And I'm like, is she just there to visit? Does she have her own office? I didn't understand. She, Why is she there? She was there just to visit because he had he got himself a new office. And so she had an office gift, which was the placemat that he was scribbling with crayon previously. Yeah, he was scribbling with crayon to try. Honestly, like, that's such a fucking fucked up thing to give a person. She gives him a... a a placemat from the diner that he was scribbling in crayon to try to like figure out his life and try to excuse me and try to figure out the kind of person that he is and like I don't know I feel like that's a very traumatic thing to go through when she's like here I got it framed like okay cool and then right it wasn't like a very terrifying time of my life and then right after that we get in the last like minute of the movie, we get Cedric the Entertainer breaking the fourth wall, being like, "Oh ho ho, look what I got!" Pulling out the suitcase that he's had with him the entire time of the you know, like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, saying, "We're going to the Bahamas, babe," and she's just like, "Oh yay, Bahamas!" And, and he goes, he says his famous catch line, "Spies gotta eat too." And the movie ends. Also. A waste of time. Another weird thing that he kept saying was like, he kept saying, you don't want none of this. 
I, but like, that was a catchphrase from the video game. Over and over and over. Was that? Yeah. Okay. Because he just kept saying it. And I'm like, is this just a, like a Cedric the Entertainer thing? No, that was a video like a game thing? one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie wasn't great. No. Um, I can't believe all of... I spent two ninety nine and all of the tears and effort that it took for my TV to not want to play it. And then I had to watch it on my laptop. And I hate watching everything anything on my laptop yeah this one was a drag don't watch it so lame yeah don't watch it don't like waste your fucking time it's got a four percent on rotten tomatoes like for a reason also it had a budget of 20 million dollars it made a little over 10 million like flop to the fucking max dude that is rough this was rough this movie was rough Hey, Alexa. Hey, CJ. Do you want an Amazon review? I would love an Amazon review. Oh, do you mean, you know, those people that we are just like? I'm going to cut that out. CJ's giving me the silent treatment. It's now time for your Amazon reviews. Alexa Ortiz from 2014 says, this was a borderline R-rated movie in my opinion. It was somewhat okay. (laughs) What? I will admit there could have been some definite script changes. Other than that, Cedric the Entertainer did pretty good. He did entertain. But rated R though? Rated R? No. And it's funny because when I was researching this movie on IMDb, somebody was like, oh, you know, this is a pretty mild PG-13. Like, aside from the one lady dancing around in her underwear, there really wasn't much. And I mean, they're not really wrong. There wasn't, that like, nothing that terrible was really going on. In my opinion, anyway. Mumsy2004 says, Kind of boring! Could be better! <laughs> I I relate to Mumsy. Was she screaming? Was it in all caps? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that. Love that. Steenie, I love Mumsy. Steenie Michelle in 2012 said, "Never got it." The 3 star rating, this one's 3 star, is a medium point rating for the movie, to be fair. Due to the fact that I never actually received it. Long story short, I ordered The Cleaner with Cedric the Entertainer, but received The Cleaner with Samuel L. Jackson. I wrote The Cellar uh-huh. and about four What? Mo- I wrote The Cellar and about four months later was sent a substitute horror movie approved by me. I'll order it through another seller at a later date. I can't tell you how fucking fast I'm typing in the cleaner Samuel Jackson with, like, in my fucking phone. What is the clean? Oh, my God. There was another movie called Cleaner in 2007. How does that work, man? Do you think this this movie wanted to be the cleaner first, but they're, they had, like, a legal issue? Like, they someone else got the rights? It's a fucking... The crime thriller with Samuel Jackson and Ava Mendez and Kiki Palmer and Maggie Lawson and Louise Guzman. <laughs> oh, there's so many people. He's a retired. 
retired policeman who works as a crime scene cleaner to support his young daughter, who I'm assuming was Kiki, Kiki Palmer at the time, and his quiet life... I don't think that's quiet, is thrown into turmoil when woman in peril, Anne Norcutt, who's played by Eva Mendez, contacts him in the wake of a routine job when Norcutt reveals that his husband ha that her husband has disappeared and that his agency has sterilized an apparent crime scene in her home without her permission. Cutler turns to his hardened former partner, police detective Eddie Lorenzo, Ed Harris, for answers. It has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's still technically better than Codename the Cleaner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Codename the Cleaner and the Cleaner. Both came out in oh 2007. Listeners can't see this, but look, it's Samuel Jackson in his little cleaner cleaner costume. Oh, he looks like an egg. He does look like an egg. He looks like, like a Cadbury a little, egg. Little teal blue egg with goggles. Lovely. Uh... Anyway, uh, that's been the one Amazon of the reviews. production. One of the production and the production companies that that made this film was called Cleaner Films. Oh God! <laughs> I feel like this movie was a money laundering scheme. <laughs> like uh, uh, there was not enough effort put in, like. $20 million. It didn't look like a $20 million movie. It's not like they had, like... I mean, I guess they had a crazy explosions in the flashback scenes, but, like... Come on. What yeah, did you spend no. that money on? Video game development? Like, obviously not. Oh, my not. God. I hope not. <laughs> Their motion capture? Whoever developed it, if they got paid that much, fucking stole it. Oh, I wish they made a fucking tie-in game. How fucking funny would that oh, have been? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Not today. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, folks, don't even bother watching it. It's not worth your time. Yeah. I don't care for it. I I wish I wish it was better in that. Like, I don't wish that it was a better movie. It could stay being a really bad movie. But, like... I wish it was, it really leaned into how fucking bad it was. I think the concept is interesting. Like those, I really like movies that have to like build back what happened. You know, like oh, those like, like. Memento. I've never seen it. You would love it. Is that that's kind of like, yeah. whole movie. Okay. You ready for the prom premise of Memento? I'm ready. Uh. Man has severe short-term memory loss. Oh. Okay. Okay. Like 50 first dates. So he has trouble remembering what happened. Okay. He tattoos stuff onto his body to help him remember every day. Oh. But here's the, here's the big thing. He's trying to figure out who killed his wife. Oh, shit. But every... So, the movie. Think of it like scene by scene of a normal movie. But instead, okay. the first scene we watch is the last scene. And then we watch the second to last. And then we watch the third to last. So we That sounds so cool! Yeah, that's the whole shtick of Memento. Because it's short-term memory. 
That sounds so cool. I want to watch that. I want to watch this. I remember I watched it back in high school, and I watched that in Pulp Fiction for the first time back to back. And I wow. was like, I was like, oh, 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 oh. this wow. is some high tier stuff. You were stuff. jacked up. I know. You were, you were sweaty and ready. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. After all that. I, oh. I recommend it. I, I haven't gone back to it, but I'd Sorry, probably I'm going to totally put that on down. my list. Yeah put that on yeah i like these kind of movies where they have to like build back their memory and build back what happened but this is like the worst the worst way to do it like even the hangover is a it's a stupid comedy but i i think that the first one anyway has a good level of mystery i haven't seen the second or third ones but i know the first one has like a good level of mystery to it of where like they're starting to piece things together and you're like, oh, what? That's so weird. That's so crazy. Like the amount of plot. This holes was is like definitely less like severely yes. less. This like they did it like an amnesia plot, but they like couldn't care less to put the pieces back together correctly. Like that, like halfway through the movie, they were just like, oh, whatever. Like, I really don't care. Like, I guess throw in like one or two more fucking flashbacks for him. They and, couldn't like, even bother it. having Cedric explain that he has amnesia. To, like, most of the characters. Yes! Okay, this is the most fucking annoying part. All this man had to do, which I guess maybe the FBI would have gotten involved anyway, but all he had to do when he woke up next to a dead body with a ton of money and no memory was call the fucking police and be like, Hi, I just woke up next to a dead body and no memory and money and I'm terrified. What? Please, someone please help me. And I mean, right now, fuck the police. But in this, in the, in this, in the magical world of movies, I would like to think that maybe they would be a little bit more helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like sometimes some of these movies, I'm like, you could have solved every, or like when they like get indicted on things that aren't their fault, and they're like, but I didn't do this. I'm like, well, if you had only called for help, like. In the beginning of this, you would not have been like. Yeah, a but then we wouldn't you... have a ninety-minute movie. I guess we wouldn't have been able to watch Cedric the Entertainer and Lucy Liu run around and do things. I guess. There you go, Alexa. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say? I don't know. Put some put some better makeup on that poor woman. Uh. I think it might be time to wrap it then. I think it's time to wrap it. Lucy Lou's a hottie. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Lucy Lou's so fucking hot. She's it's ridiculous. Beautiful. I want, I want that woman to ruin my life. Step on me. I want, yeah. I want her to step on me. I want her. I love her so much. She was named one of like the one top 100 sexiest women in the world for a fucking reason. Oh, and Alexa. She, how much money? would you need to be given if it was Lucy Liu holding the gun? A fucking zero dollars. You would dude. let her just shoot you in the ass? For free. For free? For free. I want that woman to ruin my life. Would you go so far as to even pay her to shoot you in your own I ass? might. I might pay Lucy Liu to shoot my ass. That, I don't know. I don't think I'm there, dude. I don't think I'm there. Oh, dude. No, I'm You're sorry. You're lost in the sauce. My, I'm lost in the sauce. My bisexual heart is like <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk for my 
for Lucy Liu. Oh, what oh. a woman. She's so fucking talented. This movie didn't deserve her. It didn't do her job. She's a no, she's a talented actress. She's a talented producer. She's a talented director. She's an actual like Oh, she's physical, a director. Like, Yes, she's directed like a lot of different shows. All, I can't That's think of dope. all of them, but off the top of my head, I know she did like the second season premiere of Luke Cage. I know that sh- that show that she's in now called Why Women Kill. I think she's directed a couple of those episodes. She's directed a couple episodes of like a couple different shows and stuff. Cool. And also, she's she's like a she's like a physical artist. She's a painter and a sculptor as well. She's a Renaissance and, like her woman. paintings. She's a renaissance woman. She's too good to be in garbage like this. I love her. Anyway, that's what I would like to leave you all on. Hey, Gina. (laughs) Hey, Gina. Gina. Gina, you listen here. Listen here, Gina, you you wonderful human being. You, you incredible and talented woman. Thank you so much for letting us use your song Yellow. No. Thank you so much for letting <laughs> us use your song 20-something off your album Yellow. Yeah. Gina. God. Everybody go listen to her stuff. Yeah. She's got a new single out called Split Ends, and it's great. And she's great. Yeah, take that. Yeah. I actually made a TikTok advertising this podcast and Ooh. also shouted out Gina as well. She deserves it. Hell yeah. Also, shout out to my boyfriend who came over and gave me this funky little arm thing to attach on to the coffee table that I put my microphone on. So now I have a suspended microphone. I feel very official today. It's so nice. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. My I ordered one. It's just not here yet. So I had this one. Yeah. Also, follow us on our socials. Every 2007 Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know why I said it like that. I just felt it. It felt right. Just oh, yeah. felt it. Yeah. Do what you gotta it do. It felt right to me. It felt right to me. Don't watch Codename the Cleaner. No. Instead, no, if you want to Venmo lame. me 50K, I'll upload a video of me doing... <laughs> Whatever you want to my toes, uh, just email me, vonessandcj huh. at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll talk about it. All You're right? going to get some weird fucking emails. I don't You're think gonna I'm going to get a single one, but there's always emails. hope. All right. Bye, my toes. Goodbye. I, if, if, goodbye. <laughs> bye, his toes. Also, if you want feet pics, I'll, send, I'll sell them. Joint only fans. No price is too low for my toes. <laughs> We gotta get out. We're broke. Woo! We'll see you here in 2007. (laughs) We're gonna whore out our toes. Oh, seven. Baby, lock them doors and show me them toes.